Hey guys, welcome to Star Wars The New Era, episode 13. I am one half of your host, Ed Moore, and the other that completes me is Levi. Levi, how are you this evening? I'm good, Ed. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Sitting here watching the Penguins not play well in the first game of the second round of the playoffs. Ah. That's always fun. Uh, I was actually researching Mark Wahlberg's new uh, performance uh, supplements. Marky Mark? Yep. And the Funky Bunch leader? Yep. The Wahlberger's brother? Um, The middle? Uh, Doesn't he have an older, and then, of course, the younger is um, the other Wahlberger actor, but the older one is like a chef? Yeah, that's yeah. He's uh, uh, Polly, I think. Okay, yeah. M- then, uh, Mark might not be like the middle middle because there's like four. Um, maybe there's four. I think there's maybe one that. I think there was one that just didn't want to be on TV. But I know there's Donnie. Right. Is I think the the baby, and then there's Polly, which is the chef, and then there's Marky. Mark. So. Maybe there's a fourth one. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure either. The, those three names definitely come to mind. But for some reason, I want to think that because of that show, The Wahlburgers, there was mentioned that there was another brother somewhere that I saw. Maybe. I don't know. All I know is Mark and his uh, acting career and his late, or I guess it'd be middle 90s music career. That's the only. Yeah, don't forget he was a, an underwear model for a while. Uh, no, sorry. I've already forgotten that. Well, now you remember, so. No, I have forgotten. (laughs) No, no, this is me forgetting. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, guys, Star Wars The New Era. We talk about the Marvel, Disney, Star Wars comic books. Uh, We get no money from either Marvel or Disney. We're just a couple fans. Wait. Reading comic books and talking about them. In our spare time, and you are listening to us in your spare time. We don't get paid for this. I'm sorry, no, dude. There was the, not even not even like a fruit basket. They they haven't sent back the contract, man. As far as I know, that means nada. Ah, oh, okay, fine. Well, we we had a man on it, and he's just not gotten back to me. So, uh, no news is uh, no news. Yeah, that's true. Right. So, yep. I mean, you know. All right, tonight the books in question are the first three issues of the Obi-Wan and the Anakin miniseries. Yes, I uh, I was particularly looking forward to these because I was hoping, as with other books, this would give us a little bit of um, in-depth or, or alternate insight into, you know, the what happened between the scenes or behind the scenes rather right. uh, with you know with these two characters uh, especially you know given that they seem to have been some of the more uh, galactically gallivanting of the jedis as as from our perspective yes yeah uh, they uh, they took up what all of one movie and most of a second mm mm-hmm. mhm Roughly, in their traipsing around as as Jedi Knights and and leading um, forces and all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Now, um, 
I would place this between the first and second movies. Is that right? Um, do, 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 let's see here. First one was when they picked him up and they uh, Darth yeah, Maul, but the second that was the little was, boy Anakin yeah. and the and the the racers there on the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this would most likely be between uh, movies one and two, or as the older folk like to call them, after movies five and four and five, four, four and five. Yeah, yeah. How, however. So uh, and and it's a it's a pretty you can you can narrow it down pretty well because of the age of uh, Anakin. Yeah. Uh, in this, he he's uh he's certainly not a teenager. He's not that little boy from uh, his initial appearance with the pod racers. Uh, I would say that he's probably upper single digit, maybe lower double digit ages. Mm, I don't know. He kind of came off as a teenager to me. Older than that, okay, like maybe a tween or a... I was, yeah, I maybe 14, 15. 14, 15, okay. Like Pops, because he was, he was uh, something like 16 or so in movie 2 slash 5. Um, so, I'd say he's probably about 13, or 13, 14, 13, 14, 15 here in these, in these books. Okay, okay. Uh, all three of these books, and uh, let me flip through and make sure I will uh, only say this once this time instead of every book. Uh. Yes, yes, all three of these, which probably means all five issues of the of the miniseries, because Marvel has been pretty good with that. Most likely, unless uh, you know somebody came up emergency <laughs> or, or sick or something and, and had to have a fill in. Right. Uh, the writer is Charles Soule. Artist is Marco Cicchetto. Colors by Andrea Smosa and letters by Joe Caramagna. Throughout. Caramagna. I just like that last name. Caramagna. It, yeah, it is It is kind of cool. Um, the, the very first thing that I noted was a mention that Obi-Wan's um, journey to becoming a Jedi Knight was um, either actually finalized or spiritually finalized with his defeating of Darth Maul primarily because he had killed Obi-Wan's master Qui-Gon. Oh, uh, spoilers. Oh. Um, so uh, they made they made mention that he became a, a knight because of that. So I don't know, though, if that was like the final acknowledgement that he had arrived, he became a knight, or... In the battlefield, you did this. Here is your medal, knight. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I don't I don't know specifically if that you know is an established requirement or not. But it, right. it I do remember it, it making mention, and I thought that that was interesting. I didn't I didn't dwell on it because it was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And I kept reading. But now that you bring it up, it's like, hmm, is it normally what would happen? Was this a special case? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we we hear references all the time to the Jedi Knights, mm-hmm. but in, in amongst themselves, the references are master um, for those who are not towards those who would be the knights. I would imagine if if that was an actual title. It, it well, knight knight is definitely an a, uh, an actual title, and it's it's basically 
Um, it's it's uh, a practitioner without being uh, of the high level, uh, i.e. master. Okay, it's, okay. It's your, um, I wouldn't say layman, but it's your uh, common. It's it's the common, like, um, okay, foot, foot okay. soldier. Let's call it a foot soldier. A versus, foot so- right, I got you, okay. Versus, like, the, the generals and, and things like that, uh, versus the initiates and, and things like that. Right. All the other names that they throw out to right. designate levels. Right. Okay. Uh, the actual story opens at uh, Cornelian, or Carnelian, excuse me, Carnelian Four, uh, which we see has has a couple uh, negatives uh, going for it as <laughs> far as habitation. Uh, yeah. Uh, first off, there are belts of uh, junk or wreckage, or a combination of the two, circling the planet, Mm -hmm. making navigation uh, to land very difficult. Mm -hmm. If you do manage to land, apparently there is a pretty thick um, and and high enough to notice ground cover of some kind of gas or or liquid condensation a la cloud cover or Mm -hmm. something like that, but it's real low. Mm Mm-hmm. Low hanging all the time everywhere. Uh, okay, it it it, uh, it gave me the impression that it was uh, high uh, because they're in mountains that are constantly snowy, and those those mountains were above this cloud. Instead of being like like the mountains themselves were lower and not snow covered and everything, right? But it just the way they did it gave me the the impression that that this cloud either sets high altitude-wise or extends high altitude-wise from like just, you know, just like a a mile or so, maybe uh, a couple thousand feet above ground level to, you know, these great heights where you've got to get into the high, you know, like um, uh, K2 and um, Himalayan mountain sort of region areas to be above it to escape it. Okay. Uh, the reason I was thinking lower was because of that two-page spread that showed us the um, Celadon Sea. Mm-hmm. And, but uh, if, if I am thinking the way that I believe that you are speaking, um, the overall haziness of that view would be in support of what you're saying as well. Right. Because, I mean, it's hazy. Well above them, mm-hmm. uh, we see them here in the middle to lower left hand far left hand side actually yeah and they're um, and so it yeah b- b- but um I, I i withdraw my description of thickness but maintain that there is some sort of uh cloud or gas cover over the whole planet more than likely that obscures uh easy vision of the of the surface right uh, but there is a surface i mean it's not like it's a gas giant or anything like that there is a there's a rock surface. Yep. And uh, one of these plays a part immediately as Obi-Wan and Anakin run afoul of the orbiting uh, junk belts. Mm-hmm. Their ships are damaged and they end up crash landing, um, which for some reason just put me in mind of, of Vader down as well. Yeah. But, um, they crash land. Now, it was kind of cool. Their uh, protective devices on the ships were kind of interesting. Yeah, that one 
it took me it took me a couple retakes to realize what was going on. It, it looked initially like perhaps the ships were being attacked by a creature. Yes, exactly. Or creatures. Yep. It went one each ship. Yep. Uh, but I. But it turns out what happened is that was the um, expulsion and activation of the safety device, mm-hmm. which much like an airbag, it it must expand out in these whip-like forms. But then they all come together in a protective sphere around the pilot. Mm-hmm. And then that sphere drops to the drops to the ground and, and is the cushion and everything like that, and then allows them to get out. Hopefully, none none the worse for wear. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we've seen anything like that in the movies or in any of the other books. Or I don't think so. No. So now this is kind of a little different time frame than what most of the other stories um, have been occurring in the books. So maybe. That is a part of it. Maybe this was an earlier version of something that we see now in Invaders or, mm-hmm. or the Star Wars book. I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so we, we have some some moments here between the two of them. This whole series, uh, so far, three issues, is a um, – the, the, the f- part of the focus is on – the relationship between Anakin and Obi-Wan as Obi-Wan is struggling to figure out how to keep Anakin in the service. Mm-hmm. He believes whether it be – I think he might make mention directly, um, but also from his knowledge of the boy, that Anakin is not happy doing what he's doing and – it will come to a head with his unhappiness being enough that he leaves. Right. Uh, so Obi-Wan wants to prevent that, both as, as the, the the master of this Padawan, but also I think as the uh, as, as someone who cares for this young man that, that is imbued with some sensitivity to the Force – um, because you know, perhaps out in the, in the, the wide world of space, he might not fare too well on his own with that power. Well, one thing is that it it does say that he actually told him straight up that he wants to to leave because um, later on uh, Obi Wan asks him, uh, you know, do you still want to leave? And he he even tells one of the um, well bad guys that they hook up with um you know that one of the things is that he's he's wanting that anakin is wanting to leave and and he's he's trying to prevent that uh like you said one because he is the master and he doesn't want him to to you know part from uh, the the ways of the jedi in the temple but also as he as he mentions to this guy and I, i can't remember without going and finding the page and looking specifically up what he said, basically, he says, usually those who try or decide to leave, it doesn't end well for them. Okay. And so it's it's out of a sense of, I guess, loyalty because he's the master, but also for the boy's safety because evidently not too many people make it out. Right. Yeah, they're they're not. Which is is interesting because such a I wouldn't say benevolent but peaceful organization does not allow for force users not 
or doesn't allow force users to part ways. Right. Yeah. There's there's no uh, natural uh, attrition. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's one of those. We love you. You're either with us or you're not at all. Kind of like Scientology. Oh no. Uh, did I, did I, I do that? I'm I'm sorry for all those Scientology listeners. Um, not really, but I am. So. <laughs> Next up, uh, we have uh, a couple two-page spreads pretty early on, which two, two-page spreads currently, um, no matter how pretty they are, annoy the pee out of me because I consume most of my comic books digitally, and there is nothing more aggravating in a digital reader than a two-page spread. Well, I mean, if, if you're having to... Uh, increase the size so you can read the letters. I agree, and, and sometimes because I, I do have to do that, I find it annoying. But when I minimize and back out, they're actually quite nice, and I, I really like them in digital format because there's no crease in the middle. So I have one large, undisturbed panel of art and action. So that that part I like. But when I sure it's uh, yeah the the um but when I'm reading it, it's like. Scroll, okay. Down, 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 down. Scroll back over. Scroll, oh, there's where he finishes his sentence, you know? Yeah. The the execution is bad, but the aesthetics are are very good. Right. And and so um, usually it annoys me, but in, in this book it didn't so much because Cicetto's art uh, is just – it's really – both his art – and the um, colors by Mosa really go a long way for me in this um, in this story so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, having mentioned the colorist, I also have to mention that there's a uh, to me there was an interesting palette for uh, the background and the planet and everything like that. I, everything had this bluish tint to my eyes. Really. Yeah, uh, not quite hazy, but almost like um, – well, I guess hazy is one word, but almost like you're looking at all the pictures through a filter. Okay. And it had just the slightest – so everything seemed bluish or bluer to me. Now, those things that weren't supposed to be came off okay. The robes that uh, the Jedi wear, mm. uh, the clothes of the fighter um, scrub individuals that we run into here in a little bit, they looked okay. But any uh, far away views, any atmospheric out the window over, you know, over the vista from the mountaintop, all of those had this bluish tint to it. Um, and I really dug that that was consistent as, as far as I could perceive anyways. I, I'm, and I say that because it may be me and my 48-year-old eyes are just going bad. Well, it's, it's interesting. I looked through really quickly in this one and a lot of the panels do have a bluish um, haze to them but those are the ones that are happening in the mountain if you if we look at the ones that show more of say the the surface there's a greener haze from the ga- uh, from the gas the I think it's the Celadon Sea, which is Celadon. If I'm not mistaken, they mentioned Celadon specifically as a like a gas or a byproduct from something, okay. I, I believe. Okay. But it, it had a greenish tint to it. So, I mean, while the majority of this book has what you're talking about, 
I'm wondering if they're going to keep that consistent in the other ones because they've got the greenish hue as well when dealing with the Celadon C. Okay. I'll, I'll have to pay more attention. I'll, I'll flip through them as I'm, I'm talking about those. Um, but that also kind of is, is to my point that the coloring isn't just a straight um, fill-in between the inked, penciled lines kind of coloring mm-hmm. because you have this you know, almost permanent haze everywhere. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got it. It well, I I didn't get it. It gave me a sense of of cold, and of snow, and of mountains, and things like that. The the blue it gave me a sense of cold. Okay, yeah, yeah, I could I could see that certainly. And I mean some some of the panels where it's either raining or snowing, whatever it's doing up there, it's it's bluish, and so it's just it 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 gives me a sense of like altitude. Uh, plus, I mean that that lends itself to the fact that what we're about to talk about is the flying ships that they have here as well. Right, right. So, as uh, as Anakin and Obi Wan, I'm sorry, were you done? Yes, I was. Oh, my my bad. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, as Anakin and Obi Wan are um, just d- doing that, um, they're they're part of the story uh, because it happens several times that they're talking, or we have. Uh, verbal or mental vignettes from one or the other. Uh, there's also a side story that is a flashback that focuses on Anakin as well that I'll get into here very shortly. So, I mean, they as characters have a lot of time so that we can um, start to see some of the inner workings that, that we haven't necessarily seen before. Mm-hmm. So after this first um, section of that, they're, they're speaking and, and trying to figure out you know where they are and what to do next is interrupted uh, by the appearance and subsequent nearby crash of a – and I'm sure these are not the words that they would use in, in describing this, the um, makers of the book. But it struck me as very – almost a, a steampunky or a gaslighty kind of flying contraption. Okay, yeah. Um, visually. And but I, I don't think either one of those terms apply because of the technological condition of the planet. So they're, well, they're not okay. strictly those. I, I don't think. Well, no. I mean, it, there's there's obvious technology that we see being used, but the thing is that it's very old technology and it's pieced together technology. Right. Yeah. That's the big thing. Is it's cobbled together from whatever they've been able to find that still works. But the, I mean, and this technology uh, also—it's it, two things. The one, like I said, it's it's old. It's it's a couple generations old. Another is that they also take whatever falls from the skies, from those uh, collisions in in the outer atmosphere that right. that send debris down. They go and scavenge that. So you're also probably taking all the other ships through the generations, however long. That like the Jedi's have come in to investigate or to whatever, and run into that debris field. So there's possibly even several different um, planets or um, populations or um, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, species worth of technology uh, in in these things. Could could be yeah that that aren't um, indigenous to the planet right that have have crashed from outer space uh, puts me in mind of a TV show that was recently on the sci-fi network called Dominion 
I believe, mm-hmm. uh, because it was the story of the after effects of a thwarted alien invasion of Earth. And when the invasion was thwarted, part of the uh, treaty, the subsequent treaty, was that all of those alien species that were attacking Earth, and it was like a, a consortium, either had to leave immediately or settle on Earth. And because of that, a lot of derelict ships were left in orbit, and those periodically come down. And there's a whole subculture of, uh, of scavengers that chase after those and get what parts they can and, and sell it. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, it was based in what was left of St. Louis. Yeah, I know exactly what you talked about. Because they had the arch, the, yep. the broken arch. Yep. So I believe it was Dominion. Uh, was it? I don't it wasn't Dominion, was it? That was the one about the angels. Yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't sound right. I know the show, but that... Par- not Paradise. It was the new name for St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, new? No. Yeah, I, I don't remember... I don't know, but um, actually, it's recent. I think it just went off last fall. It, it ran for like three seasons. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right, we get our uh, first of Defiance. Defiance. There we, go. there we go. That's that's the name of the the town that they rechristened uh, St. Louis. Yep. Uh, the first of two, or maybe three, definitely two flashbacks that take us back to. Um, uh, on the surface, when Anakin was uh, more in the temple training on Coruscant, um, and I say more because I'm sure he was still going out and doing some things, but he was still heavily involved in that aspect of being a Jedi, mm-hmm. the, the in-temple training. But more importantly than that, it is the first true interaction between Anakin and then Chancellor Palpatine, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, proves to be a very important relationship uh, a little bit later on in the in the Star Wars mythos. <laughs> yeah, uh, Palpatine shows an interest in the boy beyond. Oh, he's a good pupil. I, I, I want to, you know, spend time with the the the, the head of the class. Um, or the the best in the class. I want to take this child and, and give him some of my teaching or, or anything like that. This is almost a – you almost feel a, a, a smarminess to it. I was going to say it's a little Almost creepy. pervy. Yeah. It's a yeah. little creepy. It's like, dude, what do you know? No. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel quite right. You know, you need to take the doll down and show out where, where Palpatine touched you. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, it's like me on uh, the doll. Yeah, where did where did he force push you? So force push. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> um, after that little uh, interlude, we have another two page spread that is showing us a pretty nifty air battle mm-hmm. that's going on here on the planet that Anakin and Obi Wan have become stranded on, and those ships too show that. <sighs> steampunky niche kind of mm-hmm. thing. Uh, but we also see since, well, the first ship, I mean, could be any number of reasons. But now we see with the introduction of more ships and the ships actually attacking the, each other that this planet is habitated mm-hmm. or inhabited, whichever word, um, which 
Obi-Wan was of the opinion that it was not. Yeah, he, uh, well, everything that I think that, that the records showed, you know, the records that are never wrong. Um, right, ex- exactly, yeah. <laughs> showed that um, that they had killed themselves out again generations ago. Right, so, yeah. And, and of course, those records are stowed in the um, library on Alexandria. Yes, right? That's, yep, yes. the same ones. Uh, so n- now we see that there are you know enough people living on the planet that they have a, a way of life that they can disagree to the extent that they're shooting each other out of the air. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, yeah, we know we know there are at least three people because there are three of these dirigible things. Right, and and the one we saw crash. Uh, yeah, at at the beginning, which is similar to one side and not as similar to another. So maybe right. even. The sides maybe even have different stores of materials that they use to build from, and so the ships end up looking kind of different. Right. So uh, now they uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin have to find a way off of the planet, but now they also have to contend with potentially finding themselves in the midst of some level of conflict between the people who do still live on the planet. Mm-hmm. And at the end of this first issue, uh, we see Obi-Wan saving a, a couple people from a damaged airship as it's, as it's going down from this battle. He retrieves them and saves them. Too much time, in my mind, was spent with Anakin trying to explain that they were the good guys, that they, were ju- they just helped them. They weren't helping them to then turn around and do something to them basically trying to talk the people that they rescued off the ledge of just outright killing Obi-Wan and Anakin. Too much time. Mm, okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I disagree, I'm like, but all right. You know, be grateful that he saved your tail, because otherwise you'd be splattered and burnt. Yes, but I mean, if you if you go on, you, I mean, in the in the other issues, you you understand I guess a little better the the mentality of the the people there it's it's a do or die right now survival of the absolute fittest no questions asked kill or be killed you know so these people she's not going to be thankful she's going to be like are you with us or against us choose now I can shoot you either way yeah, uh, and and I don't know. I, I guess to me it would have been much more reasonable to do that not at gunpoint. Well, uh, uh, okay, but you're you're raised with the fact that the other side would do the same thing if given half a chance, so you don't give it to them. Sure. No, I I mean in in a way I can understand. I I think it's just a to to me it's it's a kind of the question of of choosing a better path mm. rather than. The one that she went on, uh, and come to find out, the one that she went on, um, and this leads us into the next issue, uh, with her daughter uh, as witness. Was that was it her daughter? That's the way I took it. Was that that was mother and daughter? Okay. I it, I got more of a just two people two, on the same side, two chicks. Yeah. Okay, could be. Uh, for some reason, I was picking up a mother daughter vibe, but that could be my my reading into mm-hmm. it. All right, so the second issue Hold on. opens. I do want to say one thing. Okay. The 1990s mutant facial tat- tattoos, I still dig. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, oh, okay. I when All right. when, I, when I first saw them back in, it had to have been an X Men comic. I think is where I first saw them. Probably with um, um, not Cable. Oh, Bishop? No, 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 not not the M. But I'm talking about like the lines, like the the future. It okay, was, it was probably Age of Apocalypse, actually. Okay, yeah, it may, okay. I think it was the Age of Apocalypse series, but the 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 wide bar facial tattoos and and the the lines and I loved that. I I was fascinated by it. I wanted seriously. I wanted to get my own facial tattoo. <laughs> That's pretty hardcore. <laughs> uh, because it, it was just that was that was the coolest. And then for them, for this race or or species, whatever it is, for them to use that here, and it looks, I don't know, it could be paint or it could not, I don't know. But I just I love that look. I love that they've they've incorporated it here. It works so well. And honestly, I think for me, that just epitomizes futuristic culture. Okay. It really does. I I love it, man. They're going to have facial tattoos. Yes, they are. It's it's going to in in a hundred years you're going to have facial tattoos. It's just going to be okay. a thing. All right. Kind of like uh, um, all the alien races on uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Um, it was all Crank. ridges and yep. bone. Yeah, that, that's they were all bipedal, but the difference was their their craniums. Right, right. It, yep. it, they were all humanoid, and they just had different facial ridges on top, or under the eye, or over yep. the eye, or the cheekbone, or yeah, or the the ears, or <laughs> or the nose, or otherwise everything else was the same. Two yep. ears, two eyes, yep. nose, mouth. Yep. If if they had ears, I think one race maybe didn't. Oh, did they not? Okay. I, I think maybe not. Or and then there was the race that I I think didn't have nose holes. I don't remember that, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, they're really switching it up there. You can definitely tell those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Uh, so opening of issue two, um, Obi-Wan and Anakin are introduced now. Actually, what happens is Anakin works to save the uh, person that was in the ship that originally went down. Or he finds them. They don't necessarily save him because he's had time to extricate himself. And now Obi-Wan and Anakin have the benefit of representatives from both sides of whatever this uh, feud fight thing is that they saw going on up in the sky. Yeah. They have Mother Pran and Kalara, who are of the open. Yeah. And they have Grecker, who is of the... Closed. Right, the closed. Um, I they they might have tried to explain to us in the book why those terms are used, and I didn't understand it. I, I think they tried to explain it, but did they? I don't remember uh, an explanation. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I know, like, I think it was her mother, something or whatever. Pran, yeah, mother Pran was. I think she may have been like, they're evil and want to kill us, and da da da, and we're not, duh, you know. But I don't think that there was like an explanation as to why are they open and you're closed, and vice versa. You know, I don't think there was right. like a, a specific one. Okay, okay. Um, now, and then I, I would like to say this though. It's funny. 
you remember how you said in last issue that you thought Anakin spent too much time trying to to de-escalate the situation right. after the the two females had been uh, saved? Right, right. I think that's actually what happened at nauseum here. Okay, <laughs> with with them trying to to be the the um, mediators between the two sides. Uh huh. You know, it's like. If you don't kill him, I will. If you don't kill her, I will. And everyone's got their guns out. And the, the two Jedis, one's in the middle of the two groups, and the other one's on a rocky cliff above. And they're, you know, he's just watching, and Anakin's in the middle, and he's like, you know, no, 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 don't, don't, no, no, don't, don't, no, no, don't, don't. And finally, you know, he's just like, Master. And Obi-Wan's like... Go ahead, Anakin. And he lightsabers her guns. <laughs> but but that doesn't stop them. They pull blades and start their, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you, until finally their blades are taken away, and Obi's like, shut up. But I thought I thought this was, was more of, of what you were talking about last time, which is someone should have just stepped up and force smacked them and said, shut up. And, and they're done with it. Yeah, there you go. Now, just listen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saved you, and I saved you. Now, I can push you back over the cliff if you want. <laughs> Shut up and listen exactly. to me. I can squish your head like this. I can make, See? It, I can make it pop off. Now, quit. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. And I guess what we're led to believe is that it was a a, a learning moment or a teaching moment for whichever, Obi-Wan or Anakin, since Obi-Wan spent time detached, watching, mm-hmm. yeah, as uh, to, to see how his pupil uh, would handle this potentially stressful situation where one wrong word and he's going to get killed, too. Uh, you know, it's, well, I mean, he had, <coughs> excuse me, he had at one time, yep, four, he was in, he, he was in between four guns. Right, right. So, and and yeah, you you see Obi, he's just standing up on the cliff like, I'm just watching. Just watching. And Anakin, you know, he, he's like, take the peaceful route. Do not resort to violence. Take the peaceful route. Do not, damn it, master, go ahead. Boom. You know? Yeah, I thought he did a, a pretty good job of just hitting the weapons. No kidding. Now that, <laughs> with with one saber hitting all four weapons from two yep. people on two sides of him at the same time with without either of them moving enough to screw up his aim. Right. That's impressive. And then the two panels right below that, we see the weapons that they're holding and the um, the, the portion of the gun still remaining is cherry red from where the saber cut through it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, still, it's still, you know, hot from, from being basically melted. Yeah, I, I like that. I thought that was just a just a nifty little touch to throw in there. Yeah, it's like this is the reality of a saber. Yep. So now things have finally quieted down. Well, they, they're out of weapons, so yeah. Well, yeah. Everybody, um, so there's now, what, five of them. Everyone agrees to work together to get back to wherever they need to get back to. Every everybody, you know, because we've got Mother Flan and Kalara 
who have one journey. We have Grecker, who has another journey. And of course, we have Obi-Wan and Anakin, who has a third journey. Right. So. But it's a it's that, that situation where friend or enemy doesn't matter. Everybody has to work together to help themselves out of the immediate situation. Yeah. Okay, we have another flashback uh, to Coruscant, where Palpatine and, and uh, Anakin are kind of hanging out. And, and again... Um, just like the previous one, it, it just has this – Palpatine just has this creepy feel to it. Well, <coughs> excuse me. One, one, the, the thing that made it – where is it? Oh, wait. You know what? No, let's go back. Is it this issue? I'll tell you the thing that made it the creepiest for me was something that Palpatine said to Windu when he was talking to Windu and telling him, you know, why don't you send the boy – no, it was in issue one. <laughs> yeah, it'd be an issue one. Why don't you send the boy over and, you know, how Palpatine is? Let me find it real quick because I want okay. to read this specifically. Yeah, and, and I didn't mention, but Mace Windu was there um, in the temple flashback and a couple other Jedis that you might recognize from movies and, and the animated series and things like that as they uh, have worked to try to tie, you know, tie things together in into this. But that first scene... Um, Palpatine searched Windu out to ask how Anakin was doing, to ask if he could have some uh, time in private with the boy. Yeah, see, here's here's what he says. He says, send, okay. send him to me. I may be able to help because, you know, Anakin is, is all confused and angsty. And, right, right, uh, yeah. Um, it may not look like it, but I was once his age, and I feel a special connection to the boy after his assistance with the Naboo blockade some years ago. And Windu says, thank you, Chancellor, but I am sure Obi-Wan has it well in hand. Now, here's here's the creepy thing, because you remember that, that head cock sort of to the side look that, that he got? They did it in the comic here so well. Yeah. They, they drew that while he says this. Why, young Skywalker is a Jedi, is he not? The Jedi under the Senate's jurisdiction. And as I am the Chancellor of the Senate, Mace looks away. I see. Yep. Of course, <laughs> Chancellor. So basically... Pull in rank. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, no, no, you don't understand. Send the boy to me. <laughs> and Mace is like, damn. Yeah, so Chancellor on a mother. Oh wait, no. It, yeah, really. <laughs> Get this MF and Chancellor off my. Um, d does Mace? Because I, I was thinking about this at, at some point in the past. How Palpatine got to the point that he got that we saw in the movies mm -hmm. with the Jedi Council not being aware. See, <clears throat> excuse me. That's that's what I. Have wondered it, 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 you know, right here we're seeing that he interacted with them. How do you hide? How do you cover up your forceness? Because if if you are strong enough to be, and I assume at this point, yes, he would have been too, because he was uh, the master of Darth Darth Maul. Yeah. So if you're strong enough to be a master of the Force, and most especially the dark side, how do you cover that up? Uh, exactly. The The only thing that came to me was the Force 
is like um, uh, like a river, okay? Mm-hmm. And on one side of the river, you have a factory that cans food. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of the river, you have a factory that manufactures nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. Does not matter to the river one bit. Right. So, <laughs> But what if the canned food is able to or is supposed to be able to sense other factories well uh, see i guess i guess you, you that it, it must not occur that way uh, i guess not uh, you know uh, you certainly now now see that's something because we do see people like darth vader who, who can, senses absolutely something. so do you then have to be strong enough to be able to do that right to 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 interpret what it is you are feeling um we also know that in um, A New Hope, when Alderaan was destroyed, that Ben felt it. A, a Yeah, a, a disturbance as in blah, 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 yeah. Right, and they weren't necessarily force uh, users, no. per se. Uh, you know, now, there might have been some on the planet. Um, there perhaps, more than likely were, but yeah. To ha- it was but just to have, people. But to have so many... Lives that would have been uh, attached to, I guess, uh, the force. Become part of the force, yeah. So, um, but, you know, not knowing what Palpatine was doing with the force, perhaps I could see. They, they wouldn't know that he was, a, was evil. Well, but not knowing that he could use the force mm-hmm. to the extent that he does mm-hmm. or, or can, I, I don't understand how he was able to hide that. And <laughs> before this comic, when, when asked, you know, Master Yoda, how, how was this able to happen? How could a a, um, a Sith, you know, happen? Oh, oh well, we have we have been uh, what was it? He said we've been preoccupied or something, right, something like that. Yeah, and and it's like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, I don't know the specifics, but okay. Well, actually, we're now reading the specifics, and um, no, they weren't, and um, he was right there. Yeah, yeah. So. So, honestly, I think the Jedi, they dropped the ball. They got complacent over the probably thousands of years of not really having any major Sith. um, uh, Well, any major Sith to deal with. I think they got complacent, and there's a possibility that some uh, skills or sensitivities that they may have once uh, honed uh, got a little... A little atrophied. Yeah. Could be, but could be. but I, I totally think that that the the Jedi dropped the ball in the final scene of issue two. Yeah, after after the second creepy flashback with Palpatine. Uh, yeah, and and we do have one more um, at least. So and that one was, I, I that one was more telling of what he was doing. But what's disturbing is that he had been doing it for so long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, he it he literally, and and I wonder, was this really the first time that he had ever seen Anakin? Um, I think perhaps Anakin, but not potential initiates into yeah. the dark side. Yeah, I think that's why it felt the way that it felt is because Anakin was another. Yeah. Which uh, yeah, which exactly makes it even worse. It's like it's 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 bad enough to be a, a molester, but this is not your first time. Right, right. A serial. 
he's a serial molester. And yeah. for all we know, um, I- I'm sure it's out there somewhere. We don't know the the story of Darth Maul. Could uh, Darth Maul have come from here? Um. Okay, he could have. I. I mean, obviously, I. Not obviously. I don't believe he did because him and his brother. I don't think uh, had anything to do with the the Jedi Temple. That's right. He did have a brother, didn't he? Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Just throwing that out there. So, final scene. Everybody um, is together here. Obi and Anakin and the opens and the closed and the the partials and the semis and the yeah. They're in their cobbled together airship, and as they are uh, proceeding on this part of the journey, we see that there are some indigenous animals here on the planet that are taking a particular interest in the ship, uh, drawn in such a way that it's only a matter of time before they attack the ship, is, is certainly what it looks like. Uh, it doesn't happen immediately in the third issue, but it does happen mm-hmm. uh, in in the first half of the issue. So, yeah. and and I, I I like how how you use the term animals. That's such a liberal use of the word. Well, I mean, I I didn't say they're not intelligent. They are intelligent. Uh, they're intelligent enough, but I I wouldn't say that they're animals. I'd say that they're. Well. I guess anything I'm about to say can be argued. Well, but we're animals, so do do do. Well, no, 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 no. I don't. I don't mean anything like that. But I mean, we we have already seen the uh, upper extent of the evolutionary tree in the open and the closed. Well, uh, mm, I that was the original. This is this is I think from the the wars, but also the what is it? Celadon? Yes, yeah, Celadon. The, the, the gas mutated by the gas. Yeah, I think I think these are whatever could be old actual uh humans or could be like you said an an evolutionary process but i think this is from the celadon sea and i think i I don't think that they're animals i I mean one they clothe themselves they use tools and weapons and if i'm not mistaken they had speech yeah they they do communicate i don't i don't remember off the top of my head if it's in broken words or full words or but I, I wouldn't say that they're animals. I'd say that this is a, a new species. An, okay, another indigenous species. Or, for all we know, it could it could be, like you just said, an, another indigenous species that's been there the entire time. Okay, true. But because of the fall of, we'll call them humans, they've been allowed to rise. Right, right. They're, they're taking... Taking their place in the in the hierarchy. Yeah, but I I, I personally wouldn't uh, wouldn't call them animals. Okay, uh, duly noted. Sorry, in, just you know in in, it, in your in your Trumpish PCness. Okay. <laughs> okay. Your Cruzish PCness. Oh, your Clinton esque PCness. Hey, dude. The I, I, they, I don't know. They can use the bathroom wherever they want. Okay. Alrighty. Um. So let's see here. The third issue opens with um, this other species apparently being intelligent enough that they attempted to bait a trap Mm -hmm. for uh, Obi-Wan and crew. Now, the closed member 
I believe it was. Yes, Grecker. Uh, he recognized it for what it was, and that's important because he's piloting the ship. So, <laughs> Which is, yeah, exactly. Always important. Yeah, so, you know, he knew right. So he was able to avoid it, but we saw what the bait was mm-hmm. as the as the reader, as the audience. And we saw, see, whatever tense, that the bait that was used bears a striking, striking resemblance to something being carried by the girl Kalara. Mm-hmm. In um yeah in in that it it's the way it's made or yeah the way it's made yeah the the design that it has in 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 broader strokes I mean it's yeah. not specifically a duplicate or anything like that but you certainly can see that whomever did the one more than likely did the other obviously cut to the uh, flashback of the Anakin Palpatine yeah. Where we finally see, um, not finally, but we see an end result in in this interaction between Mm -hmm. the two of them Mm -hmm. of Palpatine's manipulation of Anakin. Good. I was I was hoping that you would you would use that term. And Anakin's total uh, naivete Mm -hmm. towards the fact that that is what has occurred. Yeah, but but it wasn't just the naivete. It was the willingness with which he took it upon himself to not only take the bait, but the hook, the line, and the damn sinker, too. Oh, yeah. And yeah he, it was, he was certainly it, eager to please. Well, that, but also it's, it's his, I guess, sense of doing the greater good. Righting a wrong? Yeah. And and Palpatine played on that like oh. a harp, dude. Oh yeah, he did. Which which he does the the entire time he knows him. I mean, think back to the movies. That's exactly what he did with him in the movies. Yeah, it, it seems to be a uh, a weakness or a, a soft spot that Palpatine became aware of and knew that he could exploit it to his to his benefit. Also, though, Palpatine interjects just the the sand grain of doubt about how right the Jedi are versus how right you can be if you use your powers the way you want to so long as it's good right right your your choice as opposed to their choice for how your powers are used. Exactly, which again is exactly what he needed to turn into Vader. But yep. you see, you see that right here, which I mean th- that that's what makes these three so far really exciting for me because you see something even more behind the scenes into the creation of Darth Vader right here, you know? So that's yep. that's that's pretty cool. Cut back to our uh, current now situation with Anakin and Obi Wan. Mm. Discussions between the two of them about the situation with the open and closed, mm-hmm. and we still see um, that we oh, not still see, but we 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 have kind of a a mirror that we see that that Anakin that we just saw from the flashback 
is still um, very prevalent in this Anakin that we see now. Mm-hmm. So what you know, what, whatever words the the word that comes to to my mind is naive, but that that might not be the only word, and it might not be the best word, you know, for Anakin. But those traits are reflected for us again in the discussion that he is having with Obi Wan, as we just saw them play out when he was younger with um, Palpatine. So I'd say simple. Okay. Okay. Not, that not simple-minded because Anakin is is in no way simple-minded, nor simple-powered, but simple in that he he wants to do good, he wants to do right, he he wants to make people happy, he wants everybody to be happy and and okay and and good and you know. So it's it's simple for him. Be happy. Which is a better word than naive. Yeah. You know, be happy. Why isn't everyone happy? How can I make everyone happy? Right, right. Uh, and then to finish up this issue, the airship that Obi and crew are on is finally attacked yes. by this other race that uh, originally tried to bait them in, in the beginning of this issue. In, I might add, another one of those awesome two-page spreads. Yes, and we see ultimately that not only is the attack successful, uh, but it's destructively successful. Yeah. And ultimately, Obi-Wan and Anakin are separated. Yeah, because there's a twist at the end. So, it, yeah, I'm, yeah. Well, it pissed me off. Yeah, it, it did me too. I was, I was kind of disappointed in that, but, uh, but that, that is the big, I think issue with the end of the issue, <laughs> sorry, that now Obi-Wan and Anakin have become separated. And we don't know to what extent. We don't know if anybody's hurt. We don't know. We, we don't even know at this point that they've lived, but if, I mean, we do know. But yeah, as, as far as this story right now goes, we don't know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, all you know is that there was a twist and stuff's up in the air. Yeah, so... So that is the cliffhanger for the third issue, which was kind of interesting um, because there's two more issues, but that's a pretty major cliffhanger. I mean, you don't oh, know yeah. if they're dead or alive. Um, you don't know what condition they're in, if they are alive or anything. It's not like they're they're you know hiding in a cave waiting for the attack to end or, or they're outnumbered or something like that. Right. This is like, no, no, you lose sight of both characters. Yeah. And you you have no idea. So yeah, I, I thought it was a, a kind of major to occur right in the middle of the story like that. Yeah, they they that, took they they took a a um, a chance, I guess, with with not overwhelming, you know, not, it, it not being too much because it it could people could be like, oh my god, what what's going on, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Everything's going to hell, you know. Some some child is in tears that has read this because uh, Anakin is dead. Uh, that and he he just he doesn't understand the world anymore. It's like everything I knew is gone. You know, it's like I, ooh, that's that's a big chance here, guys. Yep. All right. Every episode, Levi and I will rate uh, what we have read, what we have discussed. We, uh, more we, importantly, we will also talk about the covers every episode as well. 
Well, I was going to do that after the rating. Okay. But we can do the cover. No, no, no. I just I wanted to make sure that, that oh, yes. it wasn't not done. No, no. It, it, it will be done. Okay. It will be done. Ooh. Hamana, hamana. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so, yeah, exactly. So shall it be said, so will it be done. What does that go? So, 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 so shall it, so has it been said, so shall it be done. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Um, our rating is pretty simple, pretty, pretty straightforward. There are two choices. Up and down. Red oh. is negative. Blue is positive. Not that, not that we're wanting to put any negative connotations in the real world on the color of red. On the color, no. But typically, the evil saber wielders wield red sabers. The bad saber is is red. So bad, 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 bad. See, see how we made that connection. So now, and again, we're not saying that they all do. No, but. Primarily, they do. Just as the bad typically do not wield the blue sabers, That's those are the good guys that do. So, hence, blue is good, red is bad. Unless they have multiple arms, and then they uh, always have at least a blue one. They, they always have multiple colors. They never have all the same color. Exactly, and it's, it's all usually because they've gotten them from the people that they have killed, I believe. I, I guess. I, I don't know. Dooku was like that, and, and that one guy that Vader... Killed. He had multiple arms, didn't he? Yes, the the uh, Mon Calamari uh, cybernetic dude. Yeah, which looked a lot like Dooku. Yes, uh, what, what the the uh, cybernetic portion of yes. his. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very or not Dooku. Um, uh, uh, Grievous. Grievous. Sorry, sorry. Grievous. Yes. My bad. I'm, I'm like Dooku was Christopher Lee. He yeah. didn't have multiple arms. No, I was. <laughs> I had I had bad guy in mind, but the name obviously right. all wrong. Sorry, guys. Now, maybe back in the '60s they could have outfitted Christopher Lee with multiple arms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I think he's too old now. So he might, he might be. He might not. Uh, he might not uh, live through the the right. addition. They're lucky that he can move both of his own arms. Uh, yeah, point. exactly. Which so. which there's speculation that he actually didn't in the movie. Right. <laughs> he, it, he used prop arms. There, there was a Muppeteer behind him when he fought <laughs> Yoda. <laughs> Somebody was brought in for stunt arms. For exactly, Dooku's stunt arms. <laughs> if, you, if you read the credits, there's there's that line. <laughs> exactly, it's like you know, Ralph Eckers. Yeah, <laughs> arms, Dooku. That, that's funny. Okay, so red and blue lightsabers. Yes. So for issues one through three of the Obi Wan Anakin miniseries, Levi, how do you rate it? I rate it uh, blue saber. I give it a blue saber. It uh, it's exactly what I was hoping for. Like I said, which was um, uh, an insight into their adventures, uh, which which interested me in the uh, in the movies because they always not always but they so often referenced them. That time back on, oh, I saved you. Well, you weren't in that good, you know. So it's like, oh, I wish I could see those. And now we're we're starting to with these. And granted, there's only two more um, issues, which is unfortunate. I I personally think, but this gives us what it was like to be galaxy adventuring Jedi for for the doing what they what they normally did instead of being. Um, Hunted or being generals in in a, in a, a war, this is right. what you were supposed to do, and so we're actually getting to see it, and so that's that's cool. But also the the interaction and the formative years of both of these people, pre what we saw in the movies, 
any of the movies. That's also exciting. So um, I like them. Anakin has not been uh, too whiny, which I was really going to be, or I was really worried about going to happen. But he he actually hasn't been too whiny. So that that's been good too. So overall, blue saber. All right, um, I agree with the blue saber. Uh, probably the biggest um, thing that that pushes me in that direction is. We are getting to see the very, very beginnings of who we will come to know as Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this, I, I think you know this meeting. Depending, there there are two more issues. So if if Palpatine does anything more, mm-hmm. you know he's already done enough in just three issues that you can see, and and th- this is the A that leads to the. You know X and Y exactly. that we are reading in the comic book, mm-hmm. the uh, L M N O that we saw in the movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, to me, that's really cool because that shows a, a level of, um, of of knowledge and a level of care by the writer. Yeah, that they have the opportunity and they are taking it seriously and not doing anything to beat us over the head. Right. Uh, but they are doing something rather than completely ignoring the opportunity. Yeah, it's it's um, it's very story driven. Yes, uh, and continuing I, story through the ages, through yeah, through the right, all the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that you know that tells me that these uh, that at, at least uh, Charles Soule must have more knowledge about. Darth Vader and about Anakin than just what people have told him from the movies. He, uh, he must okay. have watched them. Mm-hmm. You know, been which is cool because that means that in that one way at least he's just like me. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a fan. Mm-hmm. He watched the movies. There are things he liked, things he didn't like. So that that just brings this name of somebody that I, I probably will never ever meet. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and makes it just a little bit more real because it's like, well, anything else he does, I'm pretty sure he's a Star Wars fan yeah. because, you know, he did this. So that's um, – but two, two blue sabers then from us. Yep. Now, the covers. Um, we usually pick out our favorite cover of the books that we have spoken of as well. Each episode. So, Levi, which cover did you like? Um, well, I, I I don't believe I ever choose uh, a variant, so I'm not going to this time either. Uh, of the of the three main, uh, I liked issues one or issue ones um, because it was just so classic to me. They're in the environment. Okay, and it's it's a relative close up. Uh, you don't have a lot of uh, side view, so but it's 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 they're in the mountains, but they have their sabers drawn. So you've got the light from the saber lighting them, and and it's it's night, and the snow is falling. But they're they're in their robes, and they've got their very heroic, very Jedi esque poses going on. And it was just it was such a classic, strong. Jedi moment. It was just. It was so cool. Okay. Um. I'll. I'll actually. <clears throat> excuse me. I'll actually second that. Uh, of the three standard covers, I, I didn't go 
digging through the variants too, too much. Um, but ha- having said that, for those of you that listen to the show, if you are interested in the variant covers for any of the books that we talk about, when I post the episode on the actual page, I try to put together as many of the variant covers as I have been able to find and post them as well. So they're pictured there if you want to just scroll down through them and, and look at all of them. Mm. Uh, this miniseries didn't have too, too many, but um, for whatever reason, none of them really that I saw um, grabbed me, and I don't think I have gone through and, and fished out all of them yet. I, I think I'm, I've only found about half of what I heard about, so maybe one of those I'll like, but at this point I haven't seen it, so I'll stick with the A covers. The A covers, issue one, um, I, I like the best. A, a lot of the reasons are the same for me as what you said. It, it's, it's very iconic with Master and Padawan. Mm-hmm. Um, Master standing closer, Padawan back into the side. Right. Padawan lightsaber up, Master lightsaber held down. Um, a lot of differences in the poses. Obi-Wan's robe is open. It appears that Anakin's is closed. Yep. But... One thing really stands out to me that is the same, and that both of them have their hoods on. Yeah. Um, so in in all of the differences in the poses, they both are hooded, which uh, in in a way just adds more, I think, to the mystique of being a Jedi. Yeah, it does. So, and then you've got whipping capes. You've got weather in the background. You you assume they must be looking at whoever the the enemy is because they have the sabers drawn and they're looking at us right so we you know our perspective is that of the enemy and i can just imagine seeing these two figures on a on a small rise um either as i have come up or they have come down from higher up in the mountains down to where i am would be a rather intimidating sight just like it is knowing what i know what i've heard about the jedi knights and then Pow. Here is two. I don't know that they're Jedi Knights. They haven't told me they are. But from all the stuff that I've heard, this is what I would think Jedi Knights would be like. So, cool cover, cool cover. Alrighty, let's see. Not uh, not really any feedback per se. Um, do want to hand out thank yous to everybody that is retweeting tweets and liking uh, posts on the Facebook page. Not really too many likes of the page itself, just of posts. I don't know why that is. I haven't figured that out, but it is what it is. Next time up, we have scheduled the C-3PO one-shot and the Darth Vader and Star Wars annual ones each. Um, So next episode will be a three one-shot episode, because it's my understanding. Um, I think I've read the Darth Vader, but not the Star Wars at this point. I don't recall exactly. I'd have to look. But they're, they're, the stories are independent of anything running in the books at the time that the annuals came out. So they're they're one-offs, basically. But they do add, so so that'll be cool. Alrighty. Um, I believe we have run into a bit of technical difficulty. Yes, because I do not hear Levi on the line. I'm right here. Oh, okay. All right. Just making sure. Yeah, no, no technical difficulty. No technical difficulty. Just Levi not talking. (laughs) 
there we go. It's not technical. It's physical. <laughs> it's physical. Um, if you guys want to send us any feedback, variety of ways, we have uh, our email is a new Star Wars era at gmail.com. We have Facebook and Google Plus pages, Star Wars The New Era. If you want to tweet us, you can do so at Teal, T-E-A-L, Productions. And the website, BigTimeNoise.com slash Star Wars. That's where I post the variant covers when I find them, when I post the episode. Now, that's when I do it. I, I don't post them as I find them or anything like that. Just when the episode goes up... At that point, all the variant covers that I've been able to find are part of that post, and and that's what I do. If they come out with any other variant covers, I don't know. You know, like <laughs> subsequent printings later on, I don't know if I'll go back and add them or maybe just forget about them. I, I don't know what I'll do, but I always try to run a, a, a search when I post the episode to try to snag as many of the variants as have come out which has been working because most of the books we've talked about have been out for a little while, so all of the variants have been have surfaced somewhere. Right. They've been out by the time we talked to, uh, about uh, them. Yeah, long enough to have been worked up and talked about whatever. So if at some point we catch up and we're, we're doing this closer to when some of the books come out, um, some of the variant covers I might not have been able to corral yet, but we'll face that when we get there. So, all righty, guys. That was episode 13, episode 14, uh, roughly a couple weeks. Not a not a real tight schedule on the show, but if you guys just stay subscribed to whatever feeds you use to download from or just watch your Stitcher app or your Get, Get Sound app or whatever the big one on Android things is, I forget the name of it, um, you'll, you'll see when a new episode comes through. We'll tweet it, we'll Facebook it, everything like that if you're on those, so... Otherwise, uh, Levi, anything else you wanna you wanna throw out there before we head off, man? Uh, yeah, one one thing really quickly. Um, we would have actually had this episode, this specific episode, finished uh, at least a week earlier, had I not completely forgot that we had a um, a show last week. Um, I I had I had it, it had been it had been a, a long day with uh, with uh, exercise and walking, and then. Um, the wife and I went walking, and by the time I got in, I got in. I was done, tired and exhausted, and completely forgotten. It was past time. So I just want to say, guys, I apologize, and, and I've, I've made sure this week and will in the future that um, I don't uh, forget no matter how hard you know I uh, kill myself during the day. <laughs> okay. So there we go. Thanks a lot, guys. And we will talk to you again in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars The New Era is a Teal production, and as such, is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivative, 3.0 unported license. Music provided by freemusicarchive.org.